0: Welcome to Learning to Glow, a show about wellness, skin health, and self-development. I'm your host, Jess. I'm a mom, entrepreneur, and skincare expert. I'm so excited to share tips on how to achieve healthy skin and bring amazing guests in the field of health, fitness, aging gracefully, and personal growth. Let's explore all different ways we can take care of ourselves as women, both inside and out, to truly shine. So let's get glowing. Hello and welcome to Learning to Glow. I am your host, Jess. Thank you so much for being here. Today we have a great interview with Avi Green. She is a coach, trainer, and healthy gourmet meal prep chef with the passion and purpose of empowering people to enjoy whole person health through nutrition, fitness, and mindset. For the past 10 years, she has been working with people of all ages, all levels of health, But her fire is especially lit for helping fellow moms. We talk a lot about uh, moms and having to care for others and how sometimes as mothers we sort of prioritize ourselves and our health last. And she has a lot of experience with that herself and working with moms. She is the author of A Plate of Self-Care, which reached Amazon bestseller, number one bestseller when it was released last year in 2022. We had such a great time talking about different mindset uh, tools and different ways that we can make sure that we're prioritizing our health and our self care. Um, really great examples in her. We talk about her book. We talk about some of her favorite recipes. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And here's Avi. Today we have Avi. Thank you so much for being here and welcome. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Yay. Well, so happy to have you. And I like to start off all the episodes with you could just introduce yourself, tell us
1: a little bit about what you do. That would be wonderful. Sure. Yes. Super excited to be here. I am like you. I'm in the health and wellness space, but I'm on the side of nutrition and fitness as well as mindset. And I started in this space about just over a decade ago. I became a personal trainer and as I worked with my clients at the gym, what I found is that They struggled. They were great about coming to their sessions, putting in the work, but the other two parts that they kind of were challenged with was with their nutrition and as well as mindset. So one year, one summer, I had a client ask me to come meet with her and her husband, and they said, we want to spend the summer getting healthy, our whole family, three kids, Teenagers, two of them were teenagers, one was a preteen, and our live au pair. We want you to teach us how to be more healthy. I had studied to get my nutrition certification at that time. So I actually, it was a really fun experience and we had a great time. We did, you know, pantry cleanouts and juicing sessions and smoothies and cooking lessons. And Everybody had a great time and I recorded everything and shared it on social media. And before I knew it, people were like, I didn't know you did this. I need you to do this for me. And that's how my meal prep business was started. So that is kind of, those are the two big pieces of what I do are the fitness and the nutrition. The meal prep business is having its seventh year day, if you will. Coming up in the next like one or two weeks. So that's exciting. It's been something that has allowed me to actually quit working at the gym and just be 100% self employed. And so then I'm able to still work with my clients in fitness. I either go to their homes or when 2020 started, everything became virtual. So I'll coach people virtually. And then the mindset piece, I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but that is a another big component of people reaching their goals and the reason why we end up where we are where we're not happy with our bodies or our lives or whatever that became part of the work that I do with my clients too.
0: Yeah, I feel like the mindset piece is something that is so critically important but it's not like as addressed right. and and it's really not a priority in a lot of different programs and that is so powerful to have that mindset piece in there for really lasting success i would think with your clients
1: absolutely absolutely and i would even go so far as to say that for women i feel like we struggle a little bit more with that like i worked with when i worked at the gym i worked with everybody i worked with men women teenagers you know elderly and i love working with everybody but the the i specifically love working with women because I felt like with the men, if they just made a few tweaks, just ate a little bit better and worked out, they would get results like that. And then for us, it seems to be from the experience that I have had working with a lot, a lot of women, that our mindset ends up sometimes being the biggest piece that we have to address of why we're struggling.
0: Yeah, I don't get me started on how easy it is for men because that'll just annoy <laughs> me. It is it's not as easy for us. <laughs> so unfair. But but yeah, and also, you know, we we live in the same area. We live in Orange County, California, and there is a lot of expectation and if you don't fit a certain mold a lot of times that our brains can make us feel like we're not good enough. Mm-hmm. So I think having that growing up and living in an area like this can definitely have an effect on like what we think of ourselves. And and again, like that's different for men. Like they don't have those kind of expectations.
1: Yeah. It's interesting that you bring that up because I would say orange County is really unique in that way. And I could notice the difference because I'm not from here. So when I moved here, I was like, Whoa, this is like the twilight. So (laughs) exactly what you're talking about. There's a little bit of a competition element to it. There's a whole, like a lot of emphasis placed on our, you know, our appearance and all of that, what we have. It's, it's really, really interesting. Yeah.
0: Totally. And I, yeah, it makes a difference. So I would love to hear a little bit about your background, your story, because what, first of all, I'd like to mention, I have your book right here, a plate of self-care and I loved it. And, you know, you have a story about what led you to be interested in the health and fitness world and space. And it's not something that you were always, um, you know, a part of. So tell us a little bit about your story.
1: Yeah, well, it started with myself after having my third child and my body just not bouncing back. I grew up very active, kind of a tomboy, always running around, climbing trees, scratching up my legs and, you know, but I think that it was partly it was having kids, but it was also even more so about just not prioritizing my health, I was kind of in a very unhappy place in my life personally. And so I was using food and alcohol to kind of distract or numb. And so I was a good 50 pounds overweight over the weight that I felt was healthy for me. And so I just decided at some point enough is enough. And I went to join the gym. Uh, As I worked with my trainer, her name is kelly and she was awesome she was a mom i specifically asked to work with a mom because i was like we have our specific obstacles and challenges and i need somebody who understands that right so she was wonderful and even in her first assessment though which is you know what we do when we start working with someone we need to see what their limitations are i was just shocked at how far i had let myself go you know i was so weak i could hold like an eight second plank. I couldn't do a sit up. I was just so, so weak. And it was kind of not just embarrassing. is not really the word. It was really more like upsetting for me personally. Like how did I let this happen? You know? So my goal of course, initially was A weight loss goal, but it became much bigger than that. It became like, I want to be strong. I want to be able to play with my kids at the park. I want to, you know, be able to run up my stairs and not get winded. I want to feel empowered. I want to feel good in my body. And so that was as, as I started to work with her and I was got, I just got really driven. You know, I got really motivated as I started to get, get stronger, even though I wasn't losing weight right away. But I felt like really motivated and empowered. And she was like, you know what? You would be a good trainer. You would, you, you're so motivated and you're so motivating. Like, I feel like you would be a good trainer. And I was like, really? So I, I took it to heart and I said, you know what? I would love to work with other women, you know, knowing our specific challenges I would love to help my fellow mamas. So I studied and got my certification and became a trainer at that same gym that I walked into, you know, a year before feeling the way that I did and knowing how people feel, how brave they have to be to step and put in the gym the first time, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I love that you reached out and like intuitively knew you wanted to work with another mom. It is true, like especially after having kids and how, we are sort of, first of all, your, your body changes mm-hmm. and you have to deal with things like a lack of sleep and mm. caring for someone else all the time and putting them first. Right. And, and I do think that that is such a good idea that you just knew, like, I want someone who gets that. That's really amazing. And in your book, you actually do talk about this mom culture and this mentality of well, I'm last, I'm, I'm last to care for myself. Everyone else kind of comes first and how, uh, you realize that it wasn't really a healthy way of thinking for you. And can you talk more about that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I will say that I was raised by a woman that was just super mom, super woman, like just took care of everything in the house, super loving and And to her credit, she broke a lot of negative patterns that she, you know, she was super loving too. So wonderful mom, but because she just took care of everybody else and didn't take care of herself at all, that's what I watched and that's what I learned. So that's what I modeled. There was a certain point, like kind of an, I don't know, an aha moment or a breaking point for me where i'm really struggling i'm kind of i'm depressed i'm thinking i'm want to leave my marriage i'm really upset and my mom and i are having this tearful heart to heart and she says you know what what is wrong like didn't i love you enough like she's like where did i go wrong right didn't i love you enough didn't i tell you you were special enough didn't i tell you you were beautiful enough and you know i'm and i'm like you did mommy you did you were wonderful but you didn't feel that way about yourself. And that's how I learned to feel about myself. And that was when I said it was the first time I realized it as well. And so now here I am with three children and one girl in particular that I'm, I'm like, you know, the fact that I have a female child, she's learning from not just what I say, but they're sponges, right? They're they're observing, but they're also absorbing, like, you know, and so in the same way, I wanted to put myself on the list. I wasn't even on the list, like people to take care of, like, I wanted to put myself on that list so that I could model that for her too. That was kind of my, my big, my shooketh moment.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, there's a, there's a quote that I love from this man. He says, we teach our children all the time. And sometimes we use words. Mm-hmm. It's really, we follow kind of what we see and what our parents do. And I think it is hard for moms because we don't want to take time away from nurturing our children to focus on ourselves. But what a great gift to our children to show them that this is good for us to take care of ourselves. And when they get older, take care of themselves as well. Why do you think it's so hard for moms to do that?
1: Well, like you said, it's kind of the culture that we're raised in. I think it's getting better. I feel like the younger women are learning better than we did. But for me, I'm in my mid to late forties. And I feel like I was raised in a culture slash family, slash even religion that says your worth is based on how well you take care of your kids or how good of a wife you are, or all of these, you know, things that are, don't include anything about how you take care of yourself. Like nobody's going to tell you you're great because you take care of yourself. It's about, you know, how, what you do for others or what you're doing for this organization, or this religion, or your job, or whatever, right, where it's all external, our our value. So that's kind of what we're fed. And then naturally, you know, we are nurturers, I would feel like we don't even have to be told, we're going to take care of our kids, we're going to naturally innately know how to care for them. And when they're babies, of course, they have to be prioritized, or they wouldn't survive, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, you know, the idea that let me just take care of everybody and not myself at all. I'm going to develop resentment at some point because right, which is what happened with me. And I see it time and time again with my clients is that where it's like, now I want to start taking care of myself and I'm getting met with resistance. And it's like, you know, like, how dare you put yourself as a priority And, you know, you start to develop resentment over that, you know, so it's just not a great, it's not a, it's not a, I call it a fall down, knock your teeth out model. It's not sustainable.
0: (laughs) So when you were having resistance in your family for, you know, now you're, you're going to the gym and you're taking time to get healthy, you had some resistance. Like, how did you cope with that? And, and, what do you, what do you tell your clients who are having, you know, I've seen this before. I've, I've actually seen it with alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, when you have, and, and I've heard about it with weight loss, like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I have been this way. I, my husband's my drinking buddy, or it's... my husband is who I go to get fast food with, or, you know, we have our, our thing. And uh, when one person says, oh, you know what, I'm going to start doing these things a little bit differently and start being a little bit healthier. Sometimes the partner can feel threatened or Mm -hmm. they are scared because they're like, Oh crap. Like, what if this person loses all this weight and they don't love me for who I am? And you know, they're, it's like, they look at it like a scare, like a scarcity thing almost. And they, they get mad. And instead of like supporting this great decision, they're not doing that. They're saying, no, I don't, I don't like what's going on here. Right.
1: You're changing things. We didn't agree to this. (laughs) This isn't how it was before. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, so I think there's like two parts to it because like what you just said, I did have that situation because my then husband was like, well, what if somebody talks to you at the gym? What if some guy wants to talk to you? Like (laughs) if, if I was looking to do that, I don't need to be at the gym for that to happen. Right. So first of all, let's say that, but the, there's the, so there's a whole insecurity thing, right? But the other part of it is in this topic, like what we're talking about is where I am going to take time away from these other responsibilities. And I am going to, in a way be selfish, right? Cause I'm putting myself first. And so that does not serve the people who were served by me being selfless, right? The people who are used to me, just always prioritizing, them and their happiness and now I'm saying I'm I am taking some of this back because I really need to prioritize my own health and you know by the way for someone who is in that situation you know if any moms are listening and are going through that the thing is that you know I would tell my husband at the time I would say you want this you want me to be happy don't you want me to be happier Don't you want me to be happy with my body? Don't you want me to be, you know, to feel energized? Like I'm going to be even better wife when I feel happy with myself, you know?
0: Oh yeah. That's so true. But, but the answer can be no, (laughs) I I still don't want that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So when you, you talk, this is kind of goes back to like having that strong why right you talked about earlier at mm-hmm. first it was like okay it's a weight loss goal right but sometimes it's i want to look good in a bikini goal and that there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that right. but like you said for you it morphed into something more meaningful and something that let me be able to have this energy so that i can play with my kids and mm-hmm. and all of those other like kind of deeper motivators, which yeah. I feel like are more sustainable because like there could be times where, know I've experienced this too, where I'm like, I want to be fit for summer so I can wear my bikini or whatever. And then when I'm in the moment of like, Oh, you know what? I don't care about that. That's mm-hmm. who cares about that. And I can talk myself out of yeah. staying healthy, but if it's really like, I want to feel amazing. Like I want to feel great. I want to be able to get my day done and still have energy at the end of it. I want to talk more about that because I think, like I said, I think those those more superficial goals are fine, but yes. it's nice to have like the deeper reasons as right. well.
1: Right. Of course, we naturally, we care about what we look like or how we present ourselves you know it's silly to say well who 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 would care about that i'm not going to go to an interview in my pajamas right like we care about how we present ourselves and how we look but like you said that's very external the more deeper and and more motivating and long lasting i feel like is you know and this is a kind of a sign that you have really gotten to a great place is where The most value that you're getting out of your exercise routine or your self-care practice is that you feel good inside. You are more energized. You feel, you know, like filled up, right? It's the kind of the difference between what is the external and what are the more internal motivating reasons. And that's really what sticks, right? Because there's a point where you get to, and I'm sure that you're at this point too, which is where when you start on an exercise routine for the first time, like when I started back then, it was hard. It was like, who there was a big obstacle to go to every session. It was like, this is really hard and I'm not seeing the results that I wanna see right away. And so that, I feel like that's the point where a lot of people kind of give up, right? Where they're like, I've been doing this for three weeks and I still haven't lost the weight. You know, it's like, well, it didn't take you that short period of time to gain it. So it's going to take a little bit longer, but just getting to the place where if you're at that place in your, in your process, just kind of maybe like what I did was I just wrote a list of all of the other benefits. Well, let me think about this. I'm sitting taller, you know, I'm walking taller. I actually feel like I, gained an inch in my height, <laughs> when I started working out, right, because my core got stronger. So I sat up taller, I was walking with a little pep in my step, you know, I felt more energized, I felt happier. I mean, there's so many studies now that prove it that, you know, exercise is it's not just the physical, it improves your mental, I felt more empowered in my life, I felt stronger mentally, you know, mm-hmm. so there's just so many other reasons that we can add to our why. I think it's important for us to have a lot of things on that list of why, not just the bikini shape, right? I,
0: yeah. And it. I love that comparison that I just read a study about exercise and it was a study between antidepressants and exercise and the exercise one in this study, as far as effectiveness. And I see people who are struggling with mental health and depression and things. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, please go for a walk. Like I know there's so much more to depression than, than just take a walk, realize that. And, and I have people that I love that suffer from this, Mm -hmm. but it helps you know, mm-hmm. it helps to get moving. And there's so much, like you said, there's so much information and, and science that backs all this up.
1: Mm-hmm. And I love
0: what you said about writing a list of, and just and adding to it because as time goes on and you do notice more benefits in adding to that list is so great. And that's another thing I love about your book is you have a lot of journal prompting, which kind of ties in with the mindset piece. Yeah. And I think when you are reading a book like this, it's really great to actually do these exercises because that helps so much. It helps with clarity. I love journaling, but
1: I love your journal prompts in this book. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yeah,
1: journaling has been very cathartic for me. It's so helpful in processing like especially when you are a busy mom like and you have just so much going on. Like journaling is a such a centering, anchoring practice, you know. I think everybody should be journaling.
0: Yeah. And, and also your, I mean, your book has self-care in the title. So let's talk about that because that is part of this whole process. And you don't just talk about like exercise and nutrition. There's, there's that other piece of self-care and you talk about mindfulness, meditation, and sunlight. Mm -hmm. Why do these tools help with health and weight loss?
1: Yeah, well, I think that it's really just kind of the idea of slowing down. Our society is so fast. I sometimes I think I'm like in a speeding car, and like I can't even focus on what's going (laughs) by. Like I can't enjoy the scenery because it's so fast, right? It just feels frantic all the time. We're we're moving, right? So I feel like those those things like mindfulness and meditation is really just about slowing down and pausing, and when we stop, that's when we can listen, right? Like our body is trying to speak to us all the time, but we are, I will say for myself, I was totally disconnected from my body. I didn't really even know how I felt. I had to literally stop, slow down, breathe, put my feet on the earth, be in the sun, which of course, again, this is not fringe science. There are lots of studies that show that just exposing yourself to sunlight, especially in the morning it makes a huge impact on not just your mental health, clarity, happiness, but even in, even helps with weight loss, you know? So it's just, and it seems like it's maybe ancient wisdom in a way, because think about how we used to be outside all the time, even in in agricultural societies where they're outside in the farm. Right. So I think that those things are just, they're simple. They're free. uh, Anybody can do it and they're highly impactful. And I love stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And they work and it ever. So ever since I started this podcast, I think we started in February, so it hasn't been that long. I have had people like you on the show, and I've learned so many different things. And I've been guilty of going too fast. I'll do the hard exercise, but I won't do the stretching, or I won't take time to meditate. And the more I, it's like the more you hear these yeah. benefits and the studies behind it and the science behind it, you need both. You can do the hard stuff and like the go 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 stuff, but it's so important to also take that time. And it is challenging to do that. It is it, like it's, especially if you are a mom. Mm -hmm. But scheduling it in and fitting it in and doing these, I'm not even doing, I'm not like getting a facial every night. I would love that, but I am taking five minutes to breathe or taking a bath or whatever it is. And it's like, you can feel a difference even on those stressful days where things are going a little crazy. Like I can still return back to that place that I need to be. And all of it helps your sleep too, which Mm -hmm. that helps with weight loss. Definitely. It all comes together. One of the things I wanted to ask you, because you also in the book have so many great recipes. So I want to talk a little bit about nutrition mm-hmm. and like, what are some of your favorite foods that you do for your clients or your, in your meal service, but you know, what do they love? What are some of your favorites and tell us some of those.
1: I'll say that. I think the thing that I preach a lot about in my social media and stuff is Really eating more vegetables. And I myself am not a vegetarian or vegan, but I do cook a lot of vegetarian food. And with my clients, I use a huge variety of vegetables and plant foods because I think that we are not eating enough of that. We we tend to, like in the fitness space, we tend to focus way too much on protein, <laughs> I think. You know, and then for people who are not already in a healthy kind of eating situation processed food is just killing us it is just like it's everywhere we look and it's nutritionally very poor but it is so rich in calories and so we're overeating while undernourishing so i focus a lot on plant foods because and i don't want to say plant-based foods because that gets into more processed foods. You know what I mean? Where I'm talking mm-hmm. about like the, the fake meat and all of that stuff. I don't do any of that either. I just think the whole plant foods. So farmer's market, you know, I love rainbow salads. Like I love things that you can like kind of get the base, the gist of, and then you can switch it up, switch up the ingredients and, and do a lot of different variations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Like the salads, I love making a beautiful, vibrant salad. Rainbow tacos, that is one of the things that I love to do. The concept is pretty much similar across the board and you can switch it up. Like I said, there's endless variations. I think right now, while it's been cold, I've been doing a lot of the Mediterranean stacks, which is one of the recipes in the book. And what I love to do is just use, I kind of made, I simplified the recipe as much as possible in the book, but what I love to do is just use any hard vegetables, beets, sweet potatoes, zucchini, um, butternut squash, eggplant, of course, and I'll just slice them all about like eh, maybe half an inch thick, roast them in the oven, make a super simple tomato paste based sauce which is just like fresh garlic tomato paste olive oil and some spices and just a little thin layer of that in between the layers of I stack the vegetables together it's beautiful it's delicious crumble some goat cheese or feta on top with some basil and it's just so satisfying and I consider that like comfort food
0: That sounds so good. I love that you're adding tomato paste that has lycopene, which is good for the skin. And you cannot see AV, but your skin is like incredible. You have beautiful skin. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, I'm sure like all of these healthy foods make it, it makes an impact on your skin. Absolutely. So, and I can see that. So, what would you say to somebody who's just starting out? They're brand new, they want to make some changes, but they're kind of starting from scratch. What kind of tips
1: could you give them or advice? You know, I think that people make the mistake of just going in all 100% and let me do everything. Let me change everything. And that's also not sustainable. I love the idea of habit stacking. I think the first two things that I will do when I start working with a new client is just to get them into the habit of drinking water every day, lots of water every day and going for a walk walk, a walk, a daily walk is so um, under prescribed, I feel like and undervalued really, but it is incredible what it will do for our health, even for a weight loss goal, right? Like it's steady state cardio that puts us into fat burning mode. So just, just the simple act of adding a 20 minute walk to our day I love a walk after dinner because that kind of helps the digestion and I'm not going to bed on a full stomach and, but any time of the day, um, 20 minute walk and just drinking. What I try to do is drink four quart size jars of water every day. That's about 96 ounces, but you know, any, any range of, I'd, I'd say like 80 ounces or more of water a day would be awesome.
0: I love that advice. I'm obsessed with. Telling people to take a walk. I have a I have an episode. I'll actually link it in the show notes today because I've had people who've listened to that episode and say, I'm walking now. Like there's just so much, there's so many good reasons to do it. So now they're like starting to do the walks too. And I love, it It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be two hours. You can just
1: 15 minutes, you know?
0: Yeah. It's, it's like so many benefits just from that short amount of time. So Mm -hmm. I love this. This has been so amazing. I would love you to share like where everyone can find you. I want to hear more about your meal service.
1: Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So my meal service is a, it's a very weak service. It is not like one of these big, massive, you know, the, I don't even know what they're all called. There's so many different meal prep services now, but it's, it's intentionally kept to something that is manageable for me because I use very high quality ingredients and it, in my opinion, what I do is not something that is scalable. So I do farmer's market produce, organic proteins, homemade sauces and dressings. It's there's no processed food. So it's whole food, you know, organic grains, it's gluten free, it's dairy free. It's there's no processed sugar. So it is just very healthy and vibrant foods. So they get from 30 to 50 varieties of plant foods. If they order from the whole meal, I mean, from the whole menu, I also have something that I call a farmer's market in a jar, which is a cleanse. It's a, it's a one day or a four day cleanse. So I'm doing freshly pressed juices as well, which is actually really exciting. My, my next endeavor that I'm doing with my partner, which is a, a juice company, because we found this kind of need in the space where I know when I have gone on a juice cleanse and I went to buy juices and I'm looking for the healthiest, freshest juices, I'm getting them at the farmer's market even, but they were so full of fruit juice that it was just like, I felt, I felt ill actually drinking it because it was so much sugar. So the juices that we're doing, and this actually, this business will, will be a big business. It will eventually, it will be nationwide, but it's just in the initial starting process and it's it's an exciting time but anyways you know mostly vegetables and from the farmers market so the quality of farmers market produce versus grocery store produce it's like there's it's black and white the the difference the contrast oftentimes when i'm at the farmers market i will ask the farmers like when did you pick this it's always either this morning or yesterday it is like the closest to you picking it yourself, you know, and if you can have your own garden, awesome. Most people don't. And so being able to have the, the produce at its nutrient, the the highest point of nutrient density, whether it's from our juices or from the meal prep, it's really awesome to know that within three days of it, having harvested from the ground, it's on my plate, you know, um, so that is the local it's Orange county only right now for the farmers' market in a jar and my meal prep service, but it's a doorstep delivery service. It's super convenient and super healthy and super delicious. If I do say so myself,
0: (laughs) it all sounds delicious. You all need to go and follow Aviette on her Instagram because you can see her farmer's market trips. And (laughs) you're motivating me to want to start doing that again. It's been a while since I've been shopping at the farmer's markets and we'll link all of your information so that they can find you in the show notes. So Thank you so much for being here. You're amazing. And I loved our conversation today. I I did
1: too. I really enjoyed talking to you, Jess. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for listening to this week's
0: episode. Please subscribe and review so we can reach more people who want to learn to glow alongside us. See you next time.